0: You're listening to Life on Hi-Fi, the podcast, and I'm your host, Dominic Justina. I'm a 20-something who was very self-conscious and insecure, but I've decided that I am never going back.
1: It really doesn't matter if I create a masterpiece or not. It doesn't matter who likes it. As long as I'm enjoying the process, that's all that matters.
0: Follow me as we talk about relationships, love, love purpose, passion, you name it. Focusing on what you have versus what you don't have uh, can be a huge game changer. Let's commit to living our best lives together shall we? Where I wanted to speak to is the fact that when we talk about work ethic or just like being successful you have to have a mindset where you're able to be business minded if you want this to be your livelihood as well and the reason why I'm thinking about why I'm thinking like this more and more is because when I think about my life, I want to be able to survive off of something I'm enjoying. And a lot of the time, that's something creative or something artistic. So that puts me in the zone of, okay, when I create my thing, how do I make enough off of it so that I can eat, right? How do I make something off of it so that I can pay my bills? I can live, you know? and i think a lot of the times when you have creatives who don't have that mindset or who don't necessarily have experience with entrepreneurship it becomes a struggle and you can have all the talent in the world you can have all the you can work as hard as you can but like as kofi had said in that episode like it's about working smart too
2: Oh, I was going to say that I think we pride ourselves in being busy, but busy doesn't necessarily mean productive. Amen. (laughs) So it's kind of like, okay, and I, I did a video on this actually talking about how, I felt like I was working so much, but I couldn't see the fruits of my labor in any way. But burnout is real. And yeah, you could be working hard, working hard, but like Kofi said, like there's things you're gonna sacrifice, but doesn't necessarily mean anything's gonna come out of it. So it's better that you work smart in the sense that, and, and I realized, I realized something about working smart in school. I realized that it's not even how much time you put into it, it's what you do during that time. Because a lot of, like I was telling someone, let's say you have a course without an exam and a course with an exam there's a different way to approach it so why spend 45 hours in the library and convince yourself that you're doing something awesome or you're spending a lot of time when you can spend half the amount of time focusing on what has the exam and then just studying and doing outlines for the one that doesn't you know what i mean like you said, I also have a problem with monetizing passion. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so, yeah, I feel, weird I feel, so, yeah. Where it came
0: from.
2: Yeah, like, I'm like, oh, should I really? But at the same time, like you said, it'd be beautiful if we could work. And like Kofi said as well, he doesn't believe we're here to work in that sense. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful if you can work on something that you're passionate about and make money. And the only way to do that and not to burn out is to work smart. Not to be busy, not to be exhausted, just to okay, work
0: smart. It. Yep that's good that we brought up school because then we can relate um to like a lot of students we're going through right now but like i said at the end of my road my last year of school it was all about being more strategic about everything the commitments the clubs i was a part of the job i was doing the way i studied all of that just shifted to what is the most efficient way i can do this and not the how, what's the busy like how do i feel more accomplished and like that none of that really mattered anymore and i was like how can i be as efficient as possible so i can make time to go work out because the gym became a staple
1: the whole part about how community building community is important Yeah. um that really stuck out to me with the whole like not just building community but building A good community. (laughs) You know, building a supportive community, building community with people that you have the same kind of level of energy. Like just like
0: creative energy. And it doesn't have to be the same, but like creative.
1: Like even just like opportunity like this, like what we're doing right now. I think it's very important to just, you know, have this kind of conversation and share ideas and get inspired and get you know
0: motivated. Charged. I think it's a way of charging, too. Yeah.
1: And that's how you know you met the right community, when you feel charged after having
2: the time yeah. together. Yeah. I would say one thing I I took from Kofi's um, podcast um, conversation with you was when he said, it all comes full circle. I think, I don't know why, but I was like, hmm... Like, I don't know. It's just like right now, like you said, being a 20-something, dealing with A, B, and C, it's so hard to see why these little things have to happen or why they're even happening in the first place. And, of course, we say these cheesy things like, oh, it's all going to work out or God will provide, which I completely agree with. But to hear him say, like, you know what, it actually comes full circle, Um, I don't know. That just... That just was a very comforting um, statement to me to hear that from somebody else, not just like somebody who's real in our community, not just Oprah or, you know what I mean? Like, cause of course Oprah's gonna say that she she's Oprah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but he's he is someone like us in the same type of community as us, just doing something and said like, you know what? It's been hard. But it all comes full circle. And like you said, when you're doing something that you really want to do or you're fulfilling your purpose, your calling, it all comes full circle. And that's really comforting to know, um, to believe that despite that it will. You know what I mean?
0: Okay. I don't even want to cut you off. Cause every time someone says Oprah's name, it's like the hairs on my skin fly up. Because I love her so much. But um, I think that she's been... She's Honestly, she's right now at the point of success where it almost feels like she's so far away. She's like light years ahead of us. But I kid you not, I had a conversation with Oprah in my head. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you what she said to me. It was a nice piece of advice, too. She said... So I asked her, because I know her story. I know that when she was younger, she used to wear potato sack. People used yeah. to laugh at her because she would wear potato sacks, um, like material for clothing. Yeah. And I know that her grandma was prepping her to be a maid. Mm-hmm. And there was something within her that was like, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that's what you want for me. You're doing it, and that's what you see for me. But that's not for me. And I said to Oprah, well, she said to me that like, If she didn't have that knowing inside of her, then who knows where she'd be? And she said, who knows where I'd be? And I said, I was like, okay, but what about those of us who don't have that knowing? What about those of us who are kind of struggling with insecurity and anxiety and all those things? Well, I didn't say all of those in so many words. But I said, what about those who don't have that knowing? Where did you get it? And she was like, God, no one else. No one else. And then she said, a lot of us walk around isolated from God. Mm -hmm. And this was during a meditation, and I was like, jeez.
1: That's real. That's real. Yeah. You know, to be honest, like, as someone who suffers from, like, anxiety and, you know, did suffer. I mean, I'm still working on it, but, like, depression and stuff like that when i truly believe that i mean all these things occur in your life um you know i think life is about being lost and also being found you know like you get lost and you find yourself and you get lost again you find yourself and in that truth that process you sometimes get worried anxious or sad or depressed you know but i believe that when there is god you don't feel too isolated or too alone Um, you know I personally can really really say that when I didn't have God in my life you know I say like I felt like the life was living me not I was living my life even though I was surrounded by so many people I felt so lonely
0: maybe we're not trying to find who we are maybe we're trying to relearn who we are maybe we were born knowing who we are already and in some way sometime after assimilating to culture and the powers that be and like just the makeup of society we lost track of that and then we go back inwards to our core because whenever anyone says you know you need to find yourself yada yada you go inwards we go there because that knowing is there and has been there all along is just for us to search through all the mess that we've kind of picked up, you know, as we grew up, societal teachings and all those things, we have to kind of sort through all of that to get back to our core. What do you think about that? Like us already knowing who we are? Mm,
1: I think nobody can really 100% know who they are. I believe that. I don't think you can, yes, you can somehow know more of yourself than maybe i did a year ago or two years ago but i don't think there's no such thing as 100 percent knowing yourself because i feel like life is about discovery
2: i completely agree with you in the term like in the sense of relearning um, just because i believe that um everything that we are everything our being um god already knew about it god already kind of ordained it um but i think it's like half and half because i was talking to my i was talking to my cousin i was like you know if i was living in ghana right now like would i be the same and my dad was like probably but not really circumstance, yeah. it's circumstance really it doesn't mean that it changes your very very being but it really does form how you operate what you do i don't think though that the fact that i like art the fact that i like this and that would necessarily change though the way the way i can flourish how i flourish how far i can go my reach kind of has to do with my circumstances and where i'm yeah, i'm yeah. where i am in the moment yeah, but yeah, I agree with but i think like to an extent well, your but your core remains and that's what i've truly believe. that despite whether i was in Ghana, i was in london whether i was in canada who i am and my passion and purpose would not change because god has already ordained that on my life but the way i would have been able to express it whether i would have been able to express it how my personality would have formed based on my circumstances would have been completely different so i may be different but not different like you know like you know what i mean and like i can see i can say this in like
1: both uh, spiritual (laughs) and also scientific way like just like twins let's say identical twins they have they share like a lot of the same dna but depending on what kind of environment you are exposed to your potential in your dna can really outshine or it just don't it's it's there, but it doesn't come out because of the environment, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, so, also God, like I feel like everything happens for a reason. Like Oprah, I, there's actually she has a
0: podcast. Do
1: if you guys know
0: yeah. um, Super Soul, and she now has one called Masterclass.
1: <laughs> so she had this one episode with Ralph Lauren. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, did you guys listen to it? Yes, yeah, yeah. So you know how
0: I actually listened to it before.
1: Oh really? Oh okay. So, yeah, like <laughs> like you know how all these people say like you know, they knew that they just had some some purpose. And even like Ralph Lauren, like he talks about how he like he, no he started start he started in like New York. Where where was he from? Bronx or something? I don't remember. Yeah, he was from he's he's Jewish and I think he was like from the Bronx and then he started as uh, selling ties mm-hmm. in the factory and he started making his own and then um, like they talk about those things and he, he talks about how he always knew that he was he was different but he does he didn't know what his calling was exactly. and like you know like
0: I, things were early in the stage things weren't connected yet
1: and like i feel like everybody has their own timing and like when they've when they you know when their purpose like really meets that circumstances like you know because somebody wasn't successful at 20 doesn't mean you're not going to be ever successful. It's just your time. It's not your time yet. You know what I mean?
0: And like, I think, hold on, but before you even move on from there, I think that's a very important thing to like, take a pause at and like here, like actually here timing, your timing isn't like everybody else's. and I know this because I feel it a lot. The frustration of, I could have done this by now. Such and such person is doing this, you know, whatever, whatever. But everybody's timing is, different
1: like oprah i'm such a big fan of oprah so i'm like quoting everything by oprah but like
0: i really do hope that eventually oprah
1: (laughs) Oprah, here is this we love you We love you but you know how she every podcast she talks about giving time is the best gift for yourself Mm -hmm. and i think that's truly really like amazing like giving time for yourself alone and reflecting and being more insightful and you know That is like, I think that's like key. You know, we're like all immigrants and we came from a different country, but there's a reason why we're all in Canada, right? And I believe, you know, like I'm from Korea and and Korea is very, I would say uh, competitive. And if you're not a certain way that they want you to be, then it's like creatives and stuff like that doesn't really shine in our country because they're so like um, pressured to be a certain way to
0: traditional career paths yeah like nobody
1: nobody not even just doctor lawyer like it's so sad but korean kids don't have real dreams they just want a job they don't know what job but they just want to make money so that they can have a house and like Dreaming in Korea is kind of impossible because of the society. And, like, you know, Korea is a tiny country, like, tiny, tiny, tiny. In the map, you probably can't see it, but it has more population than Canada. So imagine the competition within people. And people think being a creative or artist is not really a real job. So, like, you know, when I was there, I always felt like I just didn't belong in that society. I just felt like I could, like, I don't think like I can do what they do. I can't memorize hundred words every single day. I don't know how to do that, but I don't, I know how to do something else though, but I can't do that there. Like people don't support that. And, and now I'm here Mm -hmm. and I feel truly like I can express every single part of myself and not feel pressure to be a certain way. Like, and it's kind of crazy. Yes. Korea is my home, but because I'm, I'm, like, such truer version of myself here. I feel at more home here. If you know
0: what I mean. Yeah, I get that. No, that makes sense. And I think it took me a while to get to that place of, like, figuring out. Not, I don't, I wouldn't even say I figured out why I'm here. But, like, just being appreciative for every second that I am here. Because before, because, I mean, Canada wasn't uh plan for me per se Mm -hmm. and the year that I came here was the year I started university without ever visiting the country before so Canada was like a very distant concept in my head until I stepped foot here and that was to live Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I think that now in retrospect, I see where things are starting to make sense because I'm becoming my own in a very liberal society that allows me to be the version of who I am without feeling guilty. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I moved a lot. Like I, I lived in Korea, I lived in the Philippines, I lived here. And like I'm so, like every part of that, like the countries that I've lived in is home to me and part of me, right? And yes, I do feel at home more more like I can express myself here, but I don't think this is it, like if you know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah, hundred percent, a hundred percent.
1: who knows? maybe we won't be in Canada in a few years.
0: and then I think another thing is too, is like at the end of the day, we'll become a version of ourselves where we'll no longer define who we are by the environment we're in, and so home becomes wherever we are. Home becomes us. Home becomes us. That's
1: growth. Like, when you grow, home is not where you are. Home is you and who you are. And you feel at home wherever you go.
0: I had a a really interesting revelation. I think I shared it with you, right? And I was, like, on the way back from a a concert. Big Up Chronics love him (laughs) all day, every day. But um, I was coming from, like, a live jam session over the summer. And I was in the van, and I was driving home, Mm -hmm. and it was just me. And I had this feeling of you know, I am home, and a voice said, "You know, welcome home. What took you so long?" Mm-hmm. And it was like it was me, mm-hmm. and I don't even know how to really explain the feeling in in words, but um, I felt like joy, like pure joy, knowing that like what I was searching for this whole time was always within, so whenever I felt like <laughs> So whenever I was feeling kind of like antsy or anxious or, or nervous or, or like confused or whatever, whatever, it's always like, okay, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Home is within. And so I now I walk around with that feeling of home. I am home. And it's been definitely my phone is on. <laughs> it's been like, it's been it's been refreshing and it's been different. I think I've become more mature it's definitely made me more mature because now i i'm carrying everything i need Mm -hmm. to carry i feel
1: like people look for things in their life that are missing from outside but everything is within you like let's say if you're insecure about something and you're trying to mask it you have to figure out how to find that like master that insecurity and overcome it within yourself before anybody can tell you. I it doesn't matter how many people tell you beautiful if you don't feel beautiful within yourself, you're never gonna you're never gonna feel no matter how many people if even though like even some celebrity tells you you're be- it doesn't matter.
0: Tom Cruise can come down and tell you you're beautiful and then in yeah. the moment you might smile, <laughs> but yes. when you're all alone,
1: yeah, if, when you're all alone, That's you're right. you're not gonna feel beautiful because you don't feel beautiful about yourself and taking your time taking care of yourself like before taking care of anybody i think that's one of the mistakes i've made when i was younger I mean, younger i mean like one year ago loving other people giving other people when you should give to yourself and love yourself before anybody mm-hmm. and you know when you when you get to the point where like you really really love yourself quality that you give other people becomes even richer but yeah i can talk, go on about self-love
0: you know and you call it self-love i call it self-mastery and that's like if you if you look on the on the like one of the taglines for this podcast is a journey to self-mastery because i feel like that's all i've been that's that it is what it is that's what my journey has been about like self-mastery but like you were gonna say something
2: oh what i was gonna say is i think that's the original intention of, of creation even is that we have everything we need within us despite circumstance despite physical handicaps we have everything we need to fulfill what we our calling in this life, our purpose. So I remember talking to someone. She's in a wheelchair, and it was a very unexpected circumstance that she found herself in. And I said, because of this, doesn't mean you are still in. It doesn't mean you're incapable of fulfilling what you need to fulfill. If we truly believe that all things work together for good, that things come full circle, that things happen for a reason, it means we are still able to fulfill what we need to fulfill despite these little physical things. So I, tr- when she said, "I am home." because we had talked about it yeah. and you talked about it in more detail at the time it resonated with me because it was like regardless of what i think mm-hmm. regardless of what's going around everything i need everything i need to do what i need to do in this life and to even prosper quote unquote is with me in me and i'm i was happy and i was and i told her and i was like i'm really happy that you've come to that mm-hmm. that conclusion because i feel like you can be 90 and not even you know what i'm still in that I'm still on that journey right now, you know, I mean, I'm still on that journey trying to feel at home. Mm-hmm. And, and it was interesting because I was like, why or when do you get to a place in which you generally feel disconnected with yourself and you don't feel like where you are? Like you feel a disconnect with your own self and you yeah. don't feel at home.
0: <laughs> I almost think when you say, why do we go through that thing of like being defined by external things and stuff? Maybe it's a part of the human experience and then our our way of like going beyond that is when we tap into the divinity that's within us so that's the difference between the divine and the human self right that's some food for thought and you know what's funny this conversation was completely spontaneous my girls and i were just chilling drinking wine eating some pizza and i was like you know what i'm feeling this do you guys mind if i bring out the mic And they were very cool about it. They said yes. And um, if you enjoyed it, head over to iTunes and hit subscribe. And if you find it worthy of leaving a review, I'd really appreciate it. Keep up with Life on Hi-Fi on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Life on Hi-Fi. And in the meantime, stay Gucci, stay fly, and keep creating.